Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. International magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pure Mind Magic. I'm really excited about today's episode with my star guest, Dawson Church. I have to admit that I just love his book, Mind to Matter. So I used the whole Christmas time to read it in once because I wasn't able to lay it down. It is so much good stuff in there and it helps you so much to understand so many connections and how our mind creates our reality, how we can use meditation to do that, how we can heal ourselves and Dawson approaches everything from the side of quantum physics, and we will talk about how to attract what we really want, also defining what energy is and how we can rewire our brain. And the cool thing is that Dawson will be live in Germany, and I can't wait to meet him in person. I will be there. He is at the Heal Convention near Stuttgart, what is actually my hometown, now in the beginning of March. And you can get some tickets for it in case you are listening from Germany or even from around the world when you're really interested in attending his seminar that will be about EFT, the emotional freedom technique to get rid of all your blocks that are holding you back. So we will discuss our thoughts and how they affect our environment and even the people around us and what happens in the brain when we talk to someone else. So you ca could say that we will talk about the human superpowers in the all-day life. And Dawson is really clear. He has a really clear mindset and he also can explain all the concepts very well. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. And before I welcome Dawson to the show, I wanted to leave a quick note that in case you would like to learn more on maybe quantum physics, manifestation, meditation, whatever is in your mind at the moment, you can grab with my affiliate link a free audio book to listen to wherever and whenever you like. So you can test that totally for free and there will be this link down below this episode in the show notes, you can click on it. As well, as I said, all the information of the live seminar from Dorsen Church in Stuttgart, Germany. But now, without further ado, let's dive directly into this uplifting interview with my star guest, Dawson Church. Hi, Dawson. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Jennifer, it is so good to be here. I know we will make magic together. 
You are so right, Dawson, and it's a great honor to have you on the show because I'm one of your biggest fans. And I said before I started the record button that it is really a dream come true to talk to you today on my show about your amazing book, Mind Over Matter and Everything else you create in magic in this life. But for everyone who's not familiar yet with your work, can you give us a short overview of who you are and what brought you to this very moment? Sure. Well, I originally began working in publishing and um, my original degree was in that field. And then more and more, I was focused on publishing books on energy medicine, on alternative medicine, energy healing, And I became aware of the potential of this field. I really helped develop many authors, many pu many publishing companies that were putting the field of energy medicine on a sound professional footing. But what I found, Jennifer, over time was that I got drawn more and more out of just being the, the organizer, the man behind the project, to actually being the man who is the spokesperson for the project. Because I, I found that when I would talk to people that they'd really resonate with what I, I would say. So I didn't discover this till my, till my 40s. I was like 45 years old, and I made a, a real career change and began to actually do research, do primary research, do, do randomized controlled trials, assemble research teams. I founded a nonprofit called the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare. I founded a second uh, division to that called the Veteran Stress Project to get these energy therapies to veterans who are suffering. And the Veteran Stress Project has done a lot of work both in Germany and in the US and in Canada. And we worked with over 20,000 suffering veterans so far and worked on PTSD. And so uh, as I saw the effects, you know, you, you can't imagine what it's like to do energy work with, for example, a veteran who's been suffering from flashbacks, nightmares, intrusive thoughts, hypervigilance, all of these symptoms for 20 or 30 years. And you just do a brief energy healing session with them and things start to shift for them. One veteran, I talk about his experience in my book, The EFT Manual. He said after my first session of emotional freedom techniques or EFT tapping, after my very first session, I got my first full night's sleep since the Vietnam War 40 years ago. He'd never slept through the night before and he did after his very first session. You find people getting over their metabolic complaints, getting over diabetes, getting over their physical pain. The, the, the average amount of pain drops by 68% in clinical trials of, of EFT. And so you, you see people who are suffering and then you realize, my goodness, if I wasn't doing this work, they would still be suffering. And that drives me, Jennifer, to get this work to the most number of people because I know that every one of those people might have suffered if they just didn't know. If I hadn't exerted myself, they may not know about this. But now that we know this potential is possible, we, it's, we can get this to many people and suddenly all the human potential that is locked up in suffering gets liberated for growth and transformation. So that really has brought me to research, then into writing books, then into really focusing on the, the techniques that get us there quickest, and my, my current focus, which is on how people can literally change molecules, atoms, waves, all kinds of realities around them purely by the force of their consciousness. That is so amazing, Dawson. 
And your book has this great title, Mind Over Matter. So it implies that we really can influence matter, our body and everything around us just with our mind. So when we look in magic, there are illusions where the magician thinks of an object and the object drops to the floor, like with telekinesis. And obviously there is a trick involved to accomplish that. But with your work, everyone like can turn into a magician and really work with the mind to influence matter. Can you explain that a little deeper? Yeah, the actual, actually in English, the, I don't know what the German title is, but the English title is Mind to Matter, not Mind over Matter. And Mind over Matter is, is a phrase that's been used in, 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 in the English language for, for centuries, maybe 200 years or so. And the whole idea is that by mental control, we can make things happen in the outside world. And actually, I don't believe in that model. I don't practice that model because that assumes that what you are originating in your mind is then something you are going to project and you're going to force matter to uh, obey your mind. And that, I think, is the actually the antithesis of what I teach and recommend. What I, I, what I say is that there is a great universal consciousness. And in the, in the book, I talk a lot about the scientific field called emergence. And the scientific field of emergence has really gotten going over the last 20 or 30 years. And what emergence refers to is spontaneous self-organization of large systems. One of the examples I use, I have a video in one of the chapters of the book that I link to, and it's actually a video shot in Germany, and it's birds, little birds called starlings. And there are four million birds in this flock. And you watch the entire flock move just as though they were one organism. Now, each of those birds has a brain that is smaller than the fingernail on your little 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 finger, a tiny little brain. They can't be doing this with their brains. What are they doing it with? They're doing it with, with consciousness. You find ways of the sea, you find the seasons, you find the migration of animals, all kinds of things, emergent properties. So I have a whole chapter where I focus on the emergent nature of reality, and then I locate human beings and then our individual selves within that emergent order. And when you're one with that emergent order, when you meditate, set yourself and focus on merging your local mind, your local consciousness, your local reality field with the great non-local mind, the great non-local consciousness, the great non-local reality field, then when you're in that state, all kinds of things start to happen around you. Now, you aren't trying to create out of your own small local mind. And yes, it is possible to do that, but it takes a lot of effort and struggle. And the stuff you create might not be what you want anyway. I remember there was a car I sold a few years ago, and this car, I loved it for a while, and um, it was a, a new platform, a new chassis that the car manufacturer Mercedes had, had developed in the 1970s, and then they brought out this whole line of, uh, of, of, of cars on this W2 chassis, and I just fell in love in that, that year, 1981, with one of those cars. It was the Mercedes 380 SEC. It was like this top-of-the-line magnificent car. And so I always wanted one. Eventually, I, I, a few years later, I found a guy who was selling one. I bought his car. And so that was a really good, uh, simple illustration of mind to matter. I'd had a thing in my mind, vision in my, my, my mind. It became material reality in the form of this car. And Jennifer, that car 
turned out to be a nightmare. It <laughs> broke down on average. It had fatal breakdowns on average of about 300 kilometers. It would break down in a way which it couldn't, 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 couldn't wouldn't, wouldn't run. All kinds of minor things went wrong with the car. Things were constantly going wrong with the car. And so, sure, I created this thing out of my, my visioning, but then it turned out not to be my highest good. And so what I really encourage people to do in the book is to let go of mind to matter. Let go of trying to make your mind create what you have a vision of in your small local vision of self. And instead, you meditate. You do EFT. You do all, there are about 30 practices I have there, grounding, being in nature, elevated emotional connections with other people, all these ways in which you can join with that non-local consciousness. Then you are part of the great non-local mind, and it begins creating through you. So now you are a channel, you are a conduit for the creation of the same force, the same benevolent universe that changes the seasons, that helps the humpback whales go from the equator to the poles every year, that organizes those four million starlings in that flock in Germany. You're one with that consciousness. Then you are simply in the flow. You're in this flow state. Everything in your life is happening effortlessly. And then what manifests is not the car that breaks down all the time. What manifests is effortlessly things just seem to happen for you. And so the whole book was written in that flow. I always write all my books, all my writing happens in that flow. I try and work in my workday in that flow, live my life in that flow. And when I don't feel in the flow, my first priority is to get into the flow. So that's why it's mind to matter. And it's not my local mind, my individual mind. It's my local mind as a conduit integrated with non-local mind, just the same way as people listening to this podcast are listening on a device, maybe an iPad, maybe a Samsung Galaxy phone, maybe they're, they're listening on a device. Th that, that, this podcast is not originating in their device. The, someone doesn't listen to this podcast and say, oh, Jennifer and Dawson are inside my iPhone. It doesn't work that way. Our, 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 that device is just a conduit, a channel, a translator, a transducer of a much bigger reality coming from somewhere else. In the same way, our brains and our local minds are meant to be transducers of this great universal reality. When we live that way, we're automatically in flow and in harmony with ourselves and in harmony with people around us. So that's really the way I see all of this happening. Fantastic. And this is really the, the magic state, we could say. And now we get a, got the title also right. And it's, I think, because the German title of your book is Geist über Materie. So it would be like mind over matter, but we got it now. Mind to matter, is it? And you describe this so powerful. And I think it's really important how we prime our day when we get up. And I know you have an amazing EFT meditation to get in the right mood before you do anything at on this day. And I found a lot of interesting things in your book. And what really stood out for me is that we all know this saying, especially in business, that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And in your book, you describe that with our thoughts and emotions we have, we affect the people around us and vice versa. Can you tell us something about that? This research is absolutely 
fascinating, Jennifer. It, it was, again, as I began to write the book, I found the book wrote itself synchronously, and so many pieces of evidence came to me scientifically, and I thought I would find a certain amount of evidence in the chain from mind to matter. I thought I would find a lot of pieces of the scientific puzzle, but I never thought I'd find every single piece of the scientific puzzle. And I was so excited about halfway through writing the book, as I was reading about 400 scientific studies that in turn referenced thousands of other studies, and it showed every single link in the chain to be intact. I can literally show you absolutely every single piece in the causal chain between mind and matter, and I do that in, in the book. And so uh, we do, um, our, our minds do literally influence all of those, those things around us and can, um, and can make a big difference. And one of the ways in which they do this is a phenomenon, a whole field of research called emotional contagion. And the model for this is the great contagious diseases, like the flu season happens and, and a large percentage of people in, in, the, in, the, in the world get the flu. So it's contagious. The virus that causes the flu is contagious, affecting one person through another, and disease is transmitted this way. But it turns out that other emotions are as well, not just physical phenomena like disease, but emotional phenomena like mass hysteria, like mass happiness, like mass unhappiness happens as well. And these studies are really, really interesting. They look at the way in which one person can affect another. In talking about priming, <laughs> there's one funny priming study I talk about in the book. And uh, it, uh, it, it, it was, it was a, a, an office and there was a coffee machine there and people could go there and get a cup of coffee. But this coffee was provided by volunteers and they asked people just to drop a little bit of money in a donation box to pay for the coffee. And so uh, the experimenters hung a banner over the doorway that led to the coffee room. And the banner was just a very pretty bouquet of flowers saying, can you please drop some money in the donation slot? And they measured how much money people dropped in over the course of, about, of a period, a week, a month, three months. They then tried different banners. And there was a banner, one banner they used with a pair of eyes, two big eyes, also asking people to drop money in the donation slot. The people dropped four times as much money in the donation slot when the eyes were there as when the flowers were there, unconsciously priming our brains to do certain things. And emotions do the same thing. When we are feeling happy, we affect people around us. In one of the big studies I talk about in the book, a giant study that's been going on since the 1960s, is in a town called Framingham in the northeast part of the US. And they've been studying people now, three generations of people, and their levels of various things like heart disease, uh, cardiac events, and also their levels of happiness. And what they found is that when you're happy, you make people around you about 34% more happy. And if you have a happy friend, conversely, you're about 34% more likely to be happy than you would be without that happy friend. Not only that, you then are affecting people around you two or three layers out. 
even if the third layer out, so the, the first person around the happy person is 34% more likely to be happy, the next person around that person is going to be about 9% more happy. So several layers out, we're affecting people with our happiness. And the other way this is really interesting now that it wasn't interesting, it wasn't measurable earlier, is social media. In one study, researchers subtly manipulated users' Facebook feeds using the same kinds of techniques they did with the flower and eye experiment. And they were able to produce emotional contagion in 700,000 people in Facebook in a matter of a few days. So the, the, the initial people were affected emotionally by a slight manipulation of their Facebook feed. They then affected their friends, those friends infected other people, and these negative emotions spread to almost a quarter of a million people when, for ethical reasons, the study was stopped because the researchers were like, and there was a lot of ethical questioning about this because we, did, we didn't know that it was possible to influence people, that emotional contagion is affecting us. So the way you put this into practice in your life, and again, each chapter in the book has practice exercises at the end of the, end of the chapter, as well as additional resources, videos, and websites you can go to to get more information. But the, the bottom line is spend time with people who inspire you, who help you transform, who induce positive emotional contagion, and also be yourself an agent of positive emotional contagion in the world. Be that person who is just full of joy, kindness, compassion, creativity, love, love unreasonably. Walk around like, you know, I, I, I just like going to stores when I buy things. I look at the person, I, I, I say, thank you so much for what you did. I, I went to dinner over New Year's with some friends and we had a wonderful dinner. I was so grateful to the waitress for uh, giving us great choices. I gave her a big thank you at the end of the, the dinner and I gave her a generous tip. And then as we were leaving the restaurant, I said to the waitress, Sandra, can I give you a hug? <laughs> now, I don't know if she'd ever had a, 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 a patron ask her for a hug, but she did. She, she felt so moved by that. Not only that, when, when a week later we went back, back to the same restaurant, I waved at her and said, hi, Sandra. And she, she just almost in tears saying, I can't believe you remembered my name. But why not do those random acts of kindness all the time, every day? We have a choice. We, we have a choice of being in that mindset. If we're in that mindset, we influence others to be in that mindset. We then create more emotional positive contagion in the world around us. That boomerangs back on us with other people being kinder to us. And suddenly we transform not just ourselves and our families and our communities, but literally our whole towns, our whole world. So we're in the middle of this, this, this process of influencing people with this, this phenomenon of emotional contagion, mind to matter. And it's literally shifting our, our, our emotional states and the, the kinds of, of, of molecules that our bodies make in response. It's immensely powerful to choose people who will help you uh, uh, be in that elevated emotional state and then spread that as well. That is a very interesting effect there, and it starts all with us, so we can make this change today, and it doesn't take a lot. So also from your book, Dawson, what stood out to me was that when we are listening to someone, that the same Ariel in our brain is activated as in the person that is explaining to us. Yes, and 
the brain research on this is so incredibly interesting that our brains literally mirror and echo each other's function. And of course, mirror neurons have been well understood and explained over the last 20 years. And it turns out that whole brain regions are activated by proximity with other people. In one set of studies, researchers looked at the brain waves of people who were receiving a healing session. So they were sitting quietly in a chair. Uh, most of them were dealing with physical pain. There was a healer close by using healing touch or um, therapeutic touch, which actually does not involve physical touch. There was no physical touch involved. They were actually being touched, but there was healing intention and healing energy happening. And the brains of the people receiving the session literally entrained to the brains of the people who were giving the session. In another randomized controlled blind study, they had volunteers in a room and at random intervals, healers sent them loving intentions. At the moments they sent them loving intentions, their brain function changed and their physical coherence improved. Uh, in another study too, they, the researchers were wondering, well, could this be the effect of electromagnetic fields that are influencing each other at a distance? Could the field of person A, the healer, be affecting the field of person B, the Healy. So they isolated the Healy's in this thing called a Faraday cage, which is a sh shielded room and no form, no known form of radiation can get in or out of a Faraday cage. So again, they completely shielded them from all known forms of energy exchange, electrical magnetic, and the effect persisted. So in some way, we are deeply connected and we are affecting each other in this way simply by our intentions and by our consciousness. That is really impressive. And Dawson, the great thing is for everyone that is listening from Germany right now, that first your book is out in German as well, as I said. And also in March 2019, now you are coming to Germany. And it's really funny because you're so close to my hometown in Stuttgart. But maybe you can give some information on how to find all the details, because I know you are giving there a seminar in EFT, the Emotional freedom technique so what or who is this seminar for and where can people get tickets for it yeah it's a huge conference based around the theme of healing and so i'm one of the keynote speakers i'll be there dr joe dispenza will be there there will be quite a number of well-known healers and speakers at the heal seminar the heal workshop the heal heal event. And then right afterwards, the day afterwards, I'm giving a one-day workshop, an introduction to EFT. And this is really focused. EFT, by the way, is emotional freedom techniques, is simply a super simple way of changing the energy in your body. It uses acupressure by having you tap with your fingertips on acupuncture meridians. And when you do this, research shows that our brain function changes, our physiological coherence improves, all kinds of good things happen in our bodies. Our levels of cortisol the stress molecule dropped dramatically when you tap. So um, I'm doing an experiential one-day workshop where the whole focus is on to really have a deep experience of what EFT healing looks like and feels like. I'll be working with every single person in the audience. So even if there are lots of people there, we developed a technique where we work, do group EFT, group tapping. And again, it's in those group tapping studies that 
physical pain, for example, goes down by an average of 68%. Anxiety and depression drops on average in studies and research by 45% in that one-day workshop. So it's a powerful way to introduce yourself to EFT. And all of that is available, all those dates and the links to register are available on my website, mindtomatter.info, I-N-F-O, mindtomatter.info. And you can also get free meditations there. You can also get links to our certified practitioners, to EFT workshops taught by all of our certified trainers all over the world. And uh, we have a certified trainer in Germany. Her name is Rebecca, and she'll be with me at that one-day workshop. We'll be doing follow-up workshops we train professionals. We've not trained over a thousand medical professionals, doctors, nurses, psychologists, psychotherapists, psychiatrists. We train thousands of the of these medical professionals, mental health professionals here in the US and EFT. And we're now training more and more in France, Germany, England, and other EU countries. So Rebecca will be doing the professional training right after, soon after my one-day introductory training there. And we have lots of exciting things going on, both in Europe and in the U.S. And it's, again, the, the, the whole focus here, Jennifer, is to get this to as many people as possible. I mean, every single moment that that person who can be free of that physical pain is suffering uh, really really is you know is is just a moment that's too, too, one moment too many. I, I had one amazing experience with uh, with a woman recently, actually about a year and a half ago, and um, she was diagnosed, a friend of mine was diagnosed with metastasized breast cancer, and the uh, surgeons found a, a, a five centimeter lump in her right breast, a heart cancer, and all of the lymph nodes under her right arm were swollen and had a lot of cancer in them, and then the cancer also spread to other parts of her body, so they found three spots on her right lung. And she she emailed me and phoned me in a great real panic. She said, Dawson, I've got this terrible diagnosis, metastasized breast cancer. In fact, the surgeon said when, he, when she saw me and gave me the diagnosis, she said, we want you to go into radiation, to radiology for radiation treatment, treatment today. But I, I refused. I need to look at my options and see what's right for me. And so this, this, this friend of mine wound up deciding not to get conventional treatment, no radiation, no chemotherapy. And she said, you know, I'm going to change my energy. So she turned off all of her alerts on her cell phone. She quit any kind of stressful movies or media. She cleaned up her diet. She cleaned up her exercise program. She began to do qigong intensively. She got energy healing sessions. I worked with her using EFT. And she just focused on all these ways of changing the energy in her body. So she got the diagnosis in March. By May, two months later, her lymph nodes were clear and the tumor had shrunk from five centimeters to 1.4 centimeters. By July, all of her blood tests showed there was not a trace of a tumor or cancer anywhere in her body. And so you, you see these examples of remarkable physical healing. And I tell many stories like, like that in, in Mind to Matter of people who apply these energy techniques and energy changes matter. So I tell stories about money, about people who 
were struggling with money issues and changing their energy, and the whole financial picture changed for them. People's physical health changed. People whose love relationships changed. People who were struggling couldn't find a good, loving relationship, but they changed their energy, and suddenly they were able to shift their love relationships as well, their family relationships, other parts of their reality field. So when you align with that great non-local field and start to live as an example of that, your life just gets a whole lot easier. You're healthier, a lot of struggle goes away, and you're a much happier and more integrated person than you would be be otherwise. So I really encourage people to, to apply these techniques. There are 30 of them in the book. You can find them all at mind to matter info, as well as the dates of the HEAL conference, how to attend my one-day conference after that, and experience EFT, you will literally feel the change in your body. And so I, I really urge people to use these practical techniques because I've seen them make a difference and research shows they work. That was such an inspirational story, Lawson, you told there from the woman who healed herself with making all these changes in energy. And you also mentioned how to create wealth with a change in energy. And I think it would be interesting to tap into this a little bit because a lot of business people are listening to this show. And I do remember a story from your book that was quite impressive where you had two business men in your seminar and you were asking them what they would like to manifest and the first one said he would like to manifest a million dollars and then there was the second man after him who said he would also like to manifest a million dollars and I would leave it to you to tell the audience what happened during your seminar. That is the a hysterical story, and there, there, there are lots of stories like this in the book. I don't know how many there are altogether, but there are dozens of stories of people who have applied mind to matter to, to their challenges. And that story is actually told by a friend of mine called Raymond Aaron, and he is the author, best-selling number one best-selling author of of a, of a book here in the U.S. And um, so, at the beginning of his week-long workshops and like me he teaches one week workshops as well as one day workshops but one of his one week workshops he he said to people i want you to pick something you want to manifest right here in the next seven days and so the one guy stood up and said well you know i i'm a, a scientist i have this uh, this biotech company working on some stem cell projects but it's been a real struggle for me for many many years and and it's not hasn't been going well and i want to manifest a million dollars this week. So Ray, Raymond didn't say this to, to the guy, but he, he was rolling his eyes inwardly and thinking, oh, what, a, what a, this is crazy. There's no way the guy can do this. He never would have said that to, to the guy in his workshop, but he, he was thinking that this is just unreasonable. To make it worse, the next guy stood up. It was his turn. The guy next to him stood up and said, you know, I also want to manifest a million dollars this week. So uh, you have these, these two people then who had these completely impossible dreams. Well, at the end of the week, the first guy, the stem cell scientist, stood up and said, you know, I can't believe this, but what happened in the last week is this guy next to me who wanted to manifest a million dollars, his father is an angel investor, venture capitalist. And during the course of this week, he got so excited about my stem cell research 
and its potential for healing, that he is now committed to raising, for my company, he is raising $100 million. So that was like everyone just blew everyone away. Then the next guy next to him, who's the son of the venture capitalist, stands up and says, yes, and I get a 1% finder's fee of a million dollars. <laughs> so uh, it's just hysterical. Now, your goal may not be a million dollars. Your goal may be, may, may be to make more money. Your goal might be to, uh, now for many people, people in my workshops, their goal isn't huge, huge dollar amounts or euro amounts. But for many people in my workshops, their goal is doing work that is in alignment with their souls and doing it in a way that promotes work-life balanced, where you go away and have fun and enjoy your family and enjoy your body and exercise and have a great life. So um, I know that that's probably a, a bigger goal for most people in my workshops is to have that work that echoes the calling of their heart. And for many people in those workshops, they find synchronously, miraculously, things just work out that way. I'll tell you a, a, a fun one for me that happened just in the last few weeks, Jennifer, is I've always wanted, one of my kind of career goals is I've always wanted to meet Tony Robbins face-to-face. -face. I've always wanted to, to actually have a meeting with Tony Robbins. And, um, but I just had this kind of as a goal in the back of my head for a few years, and I've never taken any action on it whatsoever. I've never been to Tony Robbins' workshop. I've never done anything to actually, you know, try and catalyze a meeting with Tony Robbins. And, you know, his, 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 his businesses do $5 billion a year, billion with a B. He, has, he runs a huge, uh, a huge um, empire. So meeting Tony Robbins isn't easy, especially if you have no connections with him. And then in uh, August of last year, I get an email in my inbox saying, this is an invitation to speak at a Tony Robbins event. So I emailed the organizer back and said, only if I can meet Tony Robbins. She said, oh, absolutely, you'll meet Tony Robbins. Uh, this is one of his events, his, his, having, having you as a keynote speaker. Uh, you'll have a chance to meet him. And so uh, a few weeks later, I found myself being flown first class out to uh, Dubai in the Middle East to share the stage with Tony Robbins, who gave me a huge big hug, obviously knew a lot more about my work than I'd realized, and um, it just happened. Now, I didn't do a darn thing to make that happen. But I was in synchrony. And I talk a lot toward the end of the book about the synchronous universe. And when you're in synchrony with the universe, all of these things just happen around you. You're no longer working hard to try and make stuff happen. Stuff is just happening spontaneously all around you because you're in flow with this wonderful non-local consciousness that is making all these things happen. And suddenly your dreams start to just come true in relationships and love and with your family and your, your kids and your parents and all of these beautiful things are happening, not because you're making them happen, but because you're in the flow and you're in the same flow that's making those four million starlings in Germany fly in sync. So that's the way, whether it's in money or love or health, to see those dreams materialize.
Wow, that is a story that gives me goosebumps, what you did there, Dawson. And uh, I have to say that I kind of did the same. So I played with your concepts and it worked with you, actually, because I had this. <laughs> so I'm the living proof as well here, because I had this idea in my mind after reading your book and getting in touch with your work, your meditation, your EFT and everything you do also with quantum physics that I would love to have you on Pure Mind Magic. And it was just this idea and it felt so good and it felt so right. And I felt this alignment with the podcast. And then really one day I opened my inbox too and I had an email from your personal assistant saying that, oh, Dawson would be a great guest for your show. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and again, you didn't have to do anything to make that happen. You just found, found that. And the universe produces these things synchronies. In fact, to the point where now I just kind of let go in my life and say, universe, what amazing synchrony will you bring forth today? I have no idea how this can happen. This happens in really big systems as well. Like, for example, one of the things that one of the, the changes that we've had in the last couple of years in the U.S. is that more and more our big medical systems are open to alternative medicine. And so I, one of my goals has been to get EFT to veterans through the this huge government system called the Veterans Administration. Uh, through the Veterans Administration in the, in the U.S., they serve about 20 million veterans and their families. So it's a huge, big organization, huge, big hospital system all over the, the country. And But getting a new therapy approved by the Veterans, Veterans Administration, the VA, is is hard and most never succeed in, in, in getting approved. But I had a goal of getting EFT in there. I did take 10 years. For 10 years, consistently, I would go to conferences. I'd meet people from the VA. I'd, I'd, I'd hear no. They would turn me down and say, this is never going to happen. Uh, they, I'd get blocked. And I just kept on believing. I just kept on believing unreasonably when any person smarter than me would have given up. But I'm dumb enough. I'm just dumb enough to keep on believing, even when everything isn't going well. One of the curious things about Mind to Matter is that you have to believe in the absence of evidence. So here I'm believing in this thing, like the VA, this massive government system will, will approve EFT for veterans, and there's no evidence that it's happening. Not only is there no evidence that it is happening, there's all this evidence that it's not happening. I'm getting a, a no after a no after a hell no from the people of the VA Uh, that this is never going to happen. And so you just keep believing. And you have to keep believing in the absence of evidence. Now, what, 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 what happens if you do this? If you keep on believing in the absence of evidence, you start to build neural capacity in your brain around the reality of that thing. Because if you haven't built that neural capacity, then that thing could be manifest and you won't even see it. Because you don't have the neural capacity to perceive that kind of a thing. One of the examples I give in the book is when Ferdinand Magellan was rounding the Tierra del Fuego, the Cape, the Cape of Storms, and it took him 35 days to get his, his ships around that treacherous Cape. But he landed, made landfall, and met the natives there. And so there, there were these huge, big European ships, Spanish ships, moored out there in their lagoon and these indians were communicating with them and saying where did you come from did you fall from the sky did you crawl 
out of the ocean. I mean, where, 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 do, you, where do you come from? And the, and the Spaniards are pointing at the ships and like, can't you see that great, big, huge ship out there in the lagoon? And the answer was no. The Indians could not see them because they had nothing in their brains to suggest anything larger than a three-meter dugout canoe was possible. So they couldn't see those things. And I have several stories in the book like this of people not seeing a woman, not seeing her future husband, even though he was working three cubicles away from her in the office, people not seeing financial opportunities because they hadn't built the neural capacity. So you have to believe that it's possible. And you just keep on believing year after year after year, whatever the evidence tells you. Finally, after 10 years of persistence, I got the email saying, the Veterans Administration has approved EFT as a treatment. Now, it took 10 years of persistence. It took 10 years of doing a lot. I mean, we did a lot of material things as well to make that happen. But um, I found that it's possible for astonishing things to happen. But you have to believe it. You have to keep on having faith. You have to keep on acting as if it's so. In the absence of evidence, before you build the mental capacity the neural capacity to perceive it, then you are you have the, the brain capacity, you have the neural circuits that are aligned with that external manifest reality, and then the two are able to interact. So that's why I urge people over and over again in my book, Mind to Matter, to keep on believing. Keep on believing even in that impossible dream. You have no idea how many people's impossible dreams come true. Albert Einstein, one of my great scientific heroes, said, that's the way every great scientific discovery happens. Einstein didn't discover the theory of relativity by sitting down and doing math. He did it after a period of intense frustration because the math wasn't working. He had a dream and it all fell into place. It then took him a while to work out the equations, but that he said that that's the way most great scientific discoveries happen, is they happen with people's brains, with people's minds in synchrony with these larger inspirational patterns. And so we have to hold ourselves in synchrony with the wealth, with that loving relationship, with health. And we do that, we build the mental capacity, build the neurological capacity, and then it happens. In chapter one of the book, I have a study, a study of a guy called Graham Phillips, and he went on an eight-week mindfulness program and different parts of his brain changed in that eight weeks. When the neuroscientists examined him after eight weeks, they found that the volume of brain tissue in the emotional regulation part of his brain, it's a little part of the midbrain called the dentate gyrus, but I have all the, the numbers in chapter one of Mind to Matter. So in eight weeks of mindfulness, eight weeks of calming his negative emotions, eight weeks of breathing, eight weeks of changing his energy, the volume of neural tissue in Graham Phillips's dentate gyrus grew by 22.8%, almost 23% growth in neural tissue. Because again, those neurons, those thoughts are then making groups of neurons fire. When those groups of neurons fire, under the influence of those thoughts, they wire together. Now you have all this neural growth, and in parts of the brain, are they're highly plastic, especially the, the growth and learning centers. So in just eight weeks, he grew his dentate gyrus, which is the part of the brain that, that regulates emotions across many different parts of the brain. Um, his dentate gyrus grew by 
22.8% in just eight weeks. That's how quickly our brains can grow in response to consciousness. And then we see the whole world differently. You see the ships out there. You see the husband or wife out there. You see the business opportunity that's out there. You see the problems with the business opportunity that may seem like a good thing and maybe the energy is really bad and you aren't seeing it until because you, you aren't sensitive to that. So all kinds of things shift in your external world, but it starts with thought. It starts with mind. It starts with consciousness. And that is exactly, that is exactly why, magic why magic illusions on stage on work, because people don't know what to look for. The things magicians use, people don't know, so they can't see them. So this explains ex exactly what you said about not seeing the husband or the opportunity. When you don't know, we only see what we know. So for everyone listening from Germany, I would highly recommend to go to Dawson's German website dawsonchurch.de to find out everything about his EFT seminar and the Healing Congress close to Stuttgart in March 2019. And also Dawson mentioned his resource page mindtomatter.info to get all his meditation and EFT to do that. And now Dawson, I know we are running out of time. I could talk to you for hours and hours. And I said already in the beginning before we started that I would love to bring you back and discuss more on your amazing work. But for today, thank you so much for sharing all the insights, all your wisdom with us. It was a great pleasure and an honor to have you as a guest. Jennifer, it was a pleasure to be here. And I know that as you keep believing, as you keep Having that vision, you will see synchronicity, uh, synchronicity happen in your life. So thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining me, ladies and gentlemen, with today's special episode. I know it was a special interview for Wednesday, but because the live seminar of Dorsen Church in Stuttgart, Germany is coming up, I decided to put that on Wednesday. Nevertheless, there will be interview Friday with my guest from Boston, Lisa Letido. We will talk about a very new brand new, really brand new coaching platform she's launching with her team to help people around the world find the right coaches and also helping coaches to get new clients. So it's a vice versa magical solution. And she will reveal everything about it and how you can take part in it, whether from the other side, the, the one side or the other side in my interview with her on Friday. She is also an amazing mindset coach and she will guide us through the maze in our mind. So this is also a high energy episode with her and after listening to this episode you definitely will understand how your mind works in a better way. She has a background in psychology and helps a lot of people there. So Tune in again on Friday. Until then, I wish you all the best. Talk to you soon. Until then, create some magic. <laughs>